Hello, welcome to Fit Inspired Mama, and I am your host, Nishma Karim, and this is a space to be inspired. I talk about everything from fitness, nutrition, life, self-care, motivation, and more. I enjoy helping women learn to be more motivated, having a better relationship with themselves, attain self-care, and improve their lifestyle to better themselves in every aspect of their life. I bring in inspiring and motivating women to talk about their beautiful journey, Woman Supporting Woman. This is me, Nishma Karim. Come join me as we try to inspire you one episode at a time. Thank you for joining in today. This is Nishma Karim, your host. I am so happy you're here listening in today. Today's topic is postpartum. Do you have the baby blues or are you experiencing stress, anxiety, lonely or moody after giving birth to your newborn? Today I have Ashika. She is a true inspiration, not just to me, but to so many other women. She's an entrepreneur working towards helping women and raising awareness of topics and discussions that covers chronic stress, fatigue, emotional eating, hormonal balance, feminine energy, feeling alive, connecting with your body. Oh, she has it. She has it. She's, she has it all. So I had to bring her in to talk to us about postpartum. Here is our conversation to postpartum. Hi, Ashika. I am so excited you're here recording this podcast with me. You are seriously my biggest motivation and you always inspire me. It's like God sent me an angel and said, here, she's going to inspire you and she's going to walk this journey with you. She will be that amazing friend you've always, always been looking for. Here she is. You will grow with her and you will inspire each other. So don't let her go. (laughs) Here you are. And from my heart, thank you so much for being here. Ashika, um, please introduce yourself and everything you do. Oh my God. I don't know what to say after that, Nishma. (laughs) It's so amazing to be here. And I was just so honored when you asked me to be on your podcast because I'm a big fan. And, you know, just to, to see you do this, it's, it's amazing. So thank you so much for um, inviting me on your podcast. Um, well, let's see. I'm a registered nutritionist. I'm a registered holistic nutritionist and an online women's health coach. And I specialize in gut brain access. So women's mental health, stress eating and hormone balance. It's basically everything that I went through myself and I found my way out of and, you know, going back to school really helped me ground that. Um, I do have a background in personal training and I'm a mom to a 10 year old son who's literally like going on 16. I swear every day he's getting closer. Um, I work one-on-one with private clients. I have a group coaching. I co-host on Unpacking the Uncomfortable, which is um, an IG live that we do. I write articles for an online women's health magazine called She Is You. Um, And I have projects um, on the go in our community for moms. And um, I left my nine to five a while back um, as a registered dental hygienist. So it's, 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 been a, it's been quite a ride. I can see, but I'm so glad you're here. 
I'm so happy you were able to take your time and talk with me. You know my story. I had postpartum depression and I also continued on with the depression even after my second child. And it kept going on till I was diagnosed with celiac. So, but it's, it's not just me. There are several other women who have gone through this, the same thing, or are still going through postpartum and probably don't even know it. So this is why I brought you in because you are the specialist. No, you're my specialist. <laughs> you're a specialist. <laughs> so let's talk postpartum, right? I have always wanted to talk to you about this, just you and me directly. And I was hoping you could give me more insight information about what the underlying issue with postpartum is. Why do we go through postpartum after we deliver our sweet little babies? Um, I'm really glad we're starting with this question because this is something that I personally as well went through um, and it's been a very big part of, of, of my life. Um, so I'm really happy that we get to share that together here today. And when we look at postpartum, what is the true meaning of postpartum? It stands for after childbirth. So a woman's body goes through a lot of physical and hormone changes during pregnancy, especially the drop in estrogen and progesterone, which is our two main sex hormones. And <clears throat> these two are needed to create dopamine and serotonin. And dopamine and serotonin are those feel-good hormones that, um, that make us um, you know, quite joyful and excited during pregnancy. And that's why some of the feelings that we, we get uh, with excitement of pregnancy is, is related to the surplus and the dopamine and the serotonin. After giving birth, the levels of estrogen and progesterone, these levels drop. And when they drop, they drop quite significantly. And then it produces the baby blues that we usually hear of for about two weeks. So where we experience feelings of depression, emptiness, and sadness. And then after that, we get this rush of oxytocin and prolactin to help us connect to our baby during breastfeeding. So when we're breastfeeding, we get that release of oxytocin. If the baby blues continue, uh, we may start to experience postpartum. So when we say continue, usually it, the effects last after two weeks. Uh, some women can feel a sense of loss after the two weeks and a disconnect with their newborn baby. Um, and this can bring up a lot of um, negative self-talk. I, I remember like I, when I was going through this, I felt like a horrible mom. Mm -hmm. I felt so disconnected. I, and I would have these personal dialogues like, well, how could I feel like this? This is not normal. There's something wrong with me. So we get this like surplus of, of shame and guilt that comes with, you know, being the new mom. It's like, we're magically supposed to know all this, yeah. right? So it's, um, it, it affects our mental health. And this can last for about six, six months, but the mental health effects of postpartum can last for years if we don't have the proper support, the counseling um, and, and help that we need. So the way I look at it is, it's not just there's a new baby that's born, there's a new mom that is born as well. So just the roller coaster of hormones just really takes a toll on our emotional and mental health. I want, I want to say thank you for that. Thank you for saying that new moms are born too. We go through so much just being that new mom. I remember when my firstborn was there, I think just not just at the hospital, but bringing her home 
And then trying to figure things out. Like, is this, is this the right thing to do? Is that right? Am I, why is she crying? What's going on? Is she hungry? No, she's not hungry. Oh my gosh, she's tired. Oh, she's not. Oh my God, did she not sleep? Like, you don't know, right? We go through so much for, from growing those little babies inside of us to bringing those babies into the world and then the imbalances of those hormones. Honestly speaking, <clears throat> I had a great pregnancy with my first. Though I had stress and anxiety of losing my baby, I think it all started through my first miscarriage. You did mention that the levels of estrogen and post progesterone, I can't even say the word, progesterone. Progesterone. <laughs> <laughs> they start to drop after baby is born. I have such a hard time saying any of those. <clears throat> okay. I remember I also had thyroid issues. I know that's a problem. Mm -hmm. After the second baby was conceived, I was taking the medication while I was carrying her. But after she was born, everything was back to normal for me. So I didn't have to worry about that. My biggest issue, though, is the underlying understanding why postpartum can be different for everyone. And I believe strongly mine all started with a miscarriage. So is it possible after miscarriage, we can also get depressed or have a similar symptom of postpartum? Yes, it's very possible. Once our bodies uh, fertilize an egg, it begins to go through hormonal changes and it takes up to four to six weeks for our bodies to adjust to that. Our body can heal after, our bodies can heal, but our minds usually take longer because again, like we said, you know, um, how our hormones can affect our mental health. So our bodies can heal fast, but our mental health lingers longer. So after a miscarriage, a woman can experience, again, the sadness, guilt, anger, loneliness, pretty much the same type of feelings as postpartum, because it's the, it's the loss of a child. It's, it's, it's almost like the birth of it, but our body is, has rejected it. Mm -hmm. um, and this is really, and at this point, it's really important to seek out support and really focus on your mental health and just be gentle and present and manage stress. Um, rest is really big and just a well-balanced, nutritionally dense um, diet is, is really important because your body has to recover from that. You're right. <clears throat> when I actually had my first miscarriage, my doctor just called me and said, sorry, you've lost the baby. I have, I don't think I remember ever talking to anyone after that, because all it was is I went through the miscarriage at home. I'm writing a whole book about this too, and exactly what I went through. <laughs> so it was at home and I was all by myself. My husband was out of town and yep, I felt every little miscarriage. I went through the whole bleeding. I went through it all by myself in the house. No one was with me. Most, um, it was one of my most difficult, difficult times. So me saying this, I know that there are other women out there that are feeling the same thing. They've gone through a similar situation, probably hopefully having someone by them sides, their sides. Whereas at my point, I never did. Mm -hmm. So, but thank you. Thank you for saying that. Yes, we go through that hormonal change. But I remember my first trimester, I felt the same thing. Like when I had my first baby, when I finally was told, hey, Nish, you're pregnant. Um, I was so happy, but I was so scared at the same time thinking, oh my God, am I going to miscarry again? I felt it. 
like, am I, is this going to happen to me again? And I remember going in and then I found out that the baby's heartbeat was already there and, and all that was great. But then my first trimester where my, all my, all of a sudden everything starts changing. No, and it's that fear, weird feeling, but the way that we eat, the smell irritates us, our bodies definitely change. Um, But then a few months later after that, I started to feel a bit better, feeling the little kick of the baby. I was so happy, but still I couldn't sleep well. I was not eating well. I wasn't taking care of myself. Honestly, I was not. And I think the biggest reason for that is when I had my first miscarriage, I thought it was all about my vigorous exercises. I thought that is what led to my miscarriages. I thought that my nutrition and what I was eating would lead to my miscarriages. We blame ourselves, right? Yeah. I basically let things just be while I was pregnant, never really thought how that would affect me after I give birth to my child. So that brings me to my next question. How long does it take for our hormones to go back to normal after childbirth? Or to do that, right? Like, does everybody have that? Oh, it takes three to six weeks. No, right? Like, I mean, each individual, like each woman is so different, right? Mm -hmm. It also comes from what your hormone levels were previously, like before getting pregnant, what your stress levels were and how your body will bounce back. But it usually takes about three to six months for our pregnancy hormones to start regulating, but it depends on if a woman is breastfeeding or not, right? Um, and usually like six months is, is, is that time where we get our period. Right. So also due to the added stress of the new baby, our cortisol hormones can, can rise and we can experience a decrease in melatonin and serotonin. And this can really um, affect um, our, our mood. So it's usually between like three to three to six months um, or um, usually after six months when we get our first period. But again, like I said, it's so individual, it's so individual at this point, it really depends on what our stress levels is. Are we sleeping well? Are we eating well? Right. But usually around that mark. So it really depends on individual needs. Um, Absolutely. My period did not start till after I stopped pumping. So I was Mm. pumping every three hours and I was taking medication for it too, because my child couldn't latch onto me. Okay. So I was taking medication for that. So I had hormonal issues, of course. I was having a hard time getting pregnant and then had another miscarriage. <laughs> I was like, like, what's wrong with me? Yeah, it was an ongoing issue with me. And then really, it, that really bothered me. I was feeling disorganized, unhappy, crying mm-hmm. moments, angry. Everything you said that we can feel as a roller coaster mm-hmm. and I could also not sleep. I know there are women out there that have these feelings. They are feeling like they have no one to talk to and it's probably so hard on them. So I'm really, really happy that we're talking about this. Um, Is there a way we can balance our hormones after pregnancy? So rest is really number one, Mishma. I would start with rest. Um, Our body has just made a human being and it's it's gone through childbirth and, and then also a major dip in our hormone levels. So new mom is going to need as much rest as possible. 
Um, also, what you could do is try to stay on a whole food, nutrient-dense plan, uh, vegetables, the fiber, and hydration to avoid constipation, because usually after pregnancy, some women can get constipated as well. Um, with taking more fiber in and to avoid constipation, that helps flush out any toxins. Um, also, uh, making sure that you're getting enough protein for repair and recovery. Mm -hmm. And this provides nutrients needed for hormone balance um, because our protein, when it turns into amino acids, really goes to feed nutrients and to create and, and help supplement um, a hormone balance. Also to avoid processed foods, right? Mm -hmm. I know with some moms, like, you know, the dip in, in hormone levels and the rise in the cortisol levels, sometimes as a new mom, we crave uh, certain foods. Like I remember I was craving pizza a lot just mm -hmm. you know something greasy right and that the urges are so strong that you're just like I'm just gonna eat it so definitely trying your best to um, avoid processed foods um, high sugar food um, high sugar content foods and this can add to internal stress and and also slow down recovery when we take more processed foods and more uh, foods that contain high processed sugars. Natural sugars are okay. Um, so definitely looking at uh, the intake, um, your nutrition intake, and not to miss meals. This is big, because when we're not resting, and we're not sleeping, um, you know, our body just eventually shuts down, we miss meals, because we think that we have to be very attentive to the baby, which we do, but we also need to understand that we need to rest our body, especially if you're breastfeeding, right? Your body needs rest in order to, to, to make, um, to, to lactate. Um, so definitely not missing meals or trying your best not to, and try uh, your best to eat regularly to manage your blood sugar levels and to decrease stress. So that is quite big. So I've highlighted that a few times. The last thing is ask for help. Because the more help you ask for, the more you get to rest, the better foods you can either make yourself or you can ask someone to make it for you. Mm -hmm. And just making sure that you're keeping yourself hydrated and fed. Because if you're running on empty, it's going to be really hard to balance your hormones. Your body's not going to have enough nutrients to repair and recover itself. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what? Um, ask for help. Thank you. Ask for help. Because I did never did. I thought I was super mama. <laughs> thought I yeah, could I put my hand up. Like, I don't know if you can see it, but my hand is up. I thought I was super mom. And from what we know now, I would go back and say, yes, I need help. Like bring in the village. Right. <laughs> like I had so many people helping me, but I would, I would say, go please leave me alone. I've got this. I can do it by myself. And I never let in any help. And it yeah. was, I don't know if it was my hormones acting out or what it was, but I was feeling embarrassed. I was feeling disgusted. I was just like, leave. I want to be on my own. I want to figure this out on my own. And you guys are just, it just felt like as if they were just all there. And mm. it was just, I just, just, give me a minute and like, like just give me give me a two or three days by myself like I just leave me alone but it wasn't even about that I think I really wanted them to just be with me and not take over and I think that's what I was feeling or like they were trying to take over they were trying to take over and I don't want them to take over just can you just be with me 
And that is who you kind of need is someone to help you to be there with you and let you be. And no one was understanding that. That was the problem yeah. that I was getting through. So you said it, you said it all. You're a lifesaver for all these women out there. Seriously, if I only followed those simple rules, I would have probably been more aligned with my thoughts and emotions. Mm. I didn't ask for help. And I guarantee okay. there are women out there that also don't know who to talk to. That's right. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, when it comes to like who to talk to, it can be a close uh, family member, relative, a close friend. I mean, nowadays you can even call, um, you know, we have nurses on the go. We have mm -hmm. midwives that you can call on the phone to, for support. They can come in. So we do have that. We just have to be open to receiving it mm -hmm. and understanding that just because you're asking for help doesn't make you less of a mom. It actually makes you a better mom and a lot of that where like I want to be alone um you know I don't need the help um what is wrong with me a lot of that are also symptoms of postpartum yeah right so, so through it and I can cry about it and I can think of it and it's just oh uh, I, I don't know like a lot of women are out there probably feeling the same exact thing and it's like how do you where do you go? And I'm so glad we're talking about this because it's going to be, it's something that I want everyone to know that we can get that help, right? Yeah. And yeah. feel comfortable talking yeah. to anyone and everyone. Just, just do it. Community I, nurse. You can even call your community nurse. You can call the hotline and they can redirect you to somebody um, that can even get you on the phone. And if you have to cry it out and, and that's what you need to do to emotionally unload, then do, do it. that do mm -hmm. it yeah absolutely. I think a lot of these moms feel embarrassed though that's what I'm thinking they're feeling embarrassed feeling the way that they are and they're not ready to admit that they're having mm -hmm. a problem and that's where we come in and I that's where I was I was not yeah. ready to admit like outside I was like this happy mommy and inside I was like crying there's something wrong and I don't know what it is yeah there's something wrong. And I knew that there was something wrong. I just didn't know what it was. Right. I have so much. I have so much. I can talk to you about this. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> this topic touches me right to heart. I cry I sometimes just thinking about the past and how hard it is on so many levels. So last question. As mm -hmm. a nutritionist, can you give us some tips and tricks to help us with postpartum and things we can do to just make it easier for our newborn and for us. Yes, ab absolutely. I mean, like first and foremost, starting with, of course, you know, we're talking about nutrition and to really understand that we need to recover our body. So I would say starting with bone broths are great for recovery. I'm a big fan of bone broths. You know, collagen is packed with essential nutrients for the baby and the new mom. It's packed with, with protein, right? So you need those amino acids. You need that recovery. Also, it's very hydrating. So it definitely helps with uh, lactation right? Because if you're dehydrated, it's going to be very hard to produce milk if, if you choose to breastfeed. Um, second is, you know, mentioned a little bit there too, is to eat your protein in meals about 20 to 30 grams um, per, per meal if you can. And this helps form amino acids for your bones, skin, muscle, and also to help regulate hormones. 
Right. Right. That is big. So protein is quite big for hormone recovery, um, especially a good protein breakfast to start of mom's day is quite crucial, uh, whether you are plant-based or not. There's different ways you can get um, uh, protein through to plant-based um, uh, produce. Uh, third is to eat healthy fats, like we're talking omega-3 fatty acids, fresh fish, avocados, nuts, which give you vitamin E, magnesium, uh, magnesium, um, magnesium and um, hemp seeds, chia seeds. So all of your fatty acids there, these will help the new moms with their mental health and also to lower inflammation in the body because your body is in fight or flight after you've had the child and because it's under recovery, right? So there is, you are in a state of uh, chronic um, inflammation and that can affect your mental health. It can affect your digestive inflammation mm -hmm. as well. Um, and then when you're having these fatty acids, and if you choose to breastfeed, uh, the baby gets a lot of these fatty nutrients from the breast milk too for brain development. Right. So there's a bonus there as well. Um, fourth is your fiber intake, you know, eat a wide variety of greens, vegetables, uh, some uh, fruits that have that are high in fiber, and this will help to manage your blood sugar levels. And of course, like we talked about earlier, with high fiber and hydration, it helps to give to prevent constipation. Mm -hmm. Some women can go through constipation after, after delivery, and also to remove um, toxins from the body too after delivery. Right. So making sure that you stay on top of your fiber intake, uh, postnatal vitamins that contain folic acid, vitamin D, iron, calcium. Um, some some um, will carry fenugreek, which is amazing for milk production. I remember my mom used to like soak fenugreek in water and she used to make me drink it. Oh, oh that brings back memories. I remember that, yes, I remember that too. She used to fenugreek and make it into uh, tea for me and she was yes like, the old wives tales right <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, you know it it works you gotta gotta love it right um and then we're talking about the six things get just get as much sleep as possible sleep overall is like the magic ingredient in this and the the reason i stress about this so much um with my clients is um and anybody that i mean or i'm always talking about sleep is that our body is in recovery so you know how when your new mom and your baby is sleeping and you want to do the dishes and you want to do the laundry and you don't want to clean the house before the baby wakes up, no, you drop it, go to sleep. Sleep when the baby sleeps. Because new moms, they always ask me, when should I sleep? Sleep when the baby is sleeping. That did not work for me, but yes, I know. I totally agree with you. No, yes. I wish I did that, right? <laughs> exactly. Oh yeah. Like this, I'm talking from experience. Did I sleep? Absolutely not. But now I'm now, now I know how crucial it was. So mm -hmm. I tell the new mom, sleep. The dishes can be done later. Ask for help, right? Um, and um, also with sleep, Nishma, it also uh, regulates your hunger hormones, right? So yeah. ghrelin and liptin. So making sure that you're getting enough sleep will help to naturally um, balance your weight after pregnancy in, in a very gentle way. That's really good to know. See, mm -hmm. I wish I knew that. I would sleep more often. <laughs> <laughs> I really do wish that I did that. I wish I would just say, here, just take her, um, let me sleep. And then when we need to be fed, I can feed her. Like, it's yes. not a big deal, right? Like, I, 
I wish that was available to me. Like if I do get pregnant again, which I don't think it will ever happen, but <laughs> this is something I can take for the next time, right? Like this is how I want to be next time. This is the way I want to feel next time. I don't want to go through that. And I think that we can try our, our best to, to not get to that state. Yeah. I think it's all in your That's mind. That's the only thing right? you can do. Yeah, it's, it's, it's mindset. It is really mindset. And you know what? That's what I love about you doing, um, doing a session on postpartum because the more moms talk about this, the more there is awareness. If not, there's a lot of moms suffering silently behind closed doors thinking there's something wrong with them and they shouldn't ask for help. So we need to like go on top of a mountain and broadcast this. That's what you need to do. (laughs) (laughs) And to reach as many moms as you can, if there's one takeaway from here is to ask for help, get rest, put your oxygen mask on first. And, you know, with that comes the seventh thing is light and gentle exercise will help to lift your mood. And I'm not talking about doing a HIIT workout and being back in in the gym, lifting weights. I'm not talking any of that. I'm just talking about gentle movement that you can do to start to lift your mood, to release those feel good endorphins that we we need. Um, And even as simple as going for for walks. I mean, I can say like that was one thing that I was so adamant on was I went for a walk every day, whether it was to like escape to go for a walk, but at least <laughs> I walked. My actually said that her walks were at the mall. <laughs> hey, wherever you can walk, there's no judgment. Go and you know mall. what? Retail ter- therapy didn't hurt anybody. <laughs> and she said it. She goes, I needed that time. And I would tell the hubby to, to stay with the kids and I would go to the walk. I would go to the mall and go for a walk. And the her shopping was just her way of just taking away the pain and the suffering that she was going through for whatever reason it was. And she would go shopping and she felt so good. And I don't know what it is. It's whatever you got to do to get out. And yeah. Go that walk. Or- yeah. I mean, in shopping, like it gives you that hit of dopamine, right? Instant gratification. And that's what we're looking for because we're so dumb and depleted. We need some excitement. So to go shopping, you see something new and shiny and it releases that dopamine and the serotonin that we want. Right. And then, you know, it's, it's, it's good. I mean, I don't know how long it lasts for, but um, it's, it's great. So definitely like movement there's so many um resources online resources that you can you can get you can even call your local trainer too right like i'm sure like you do some some of that as well so just gentle movement even getting out of bed and just stretching you know taking like five or ten minutes for yourself and just to 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 stretch and then just go for a gentle walk with your with your baby and even take your baby out Oh, I love you. <laughs> you have no idea. I'm so happy for this. Wow. I'm going to save all these seven amazing tips. Women need to hear this. And the best part about all of this is how much more we how much more can we take? We, you yeah. are the star, Ashika, and you have really- Oh, I love you, Nisha. Thank you so much. <laughs> and I know you're touching so many other women's heart and soul. And what you're doing here is helping so many other women. So you bring so much emotion to my heart. You bring so much Aww. joy to my heart and you always make me smile. You know, I never make me cry. <laughs> I was it's just so sitting sweet. here at home quarantined with my kids and just a little bit of your messages that you used to always just say, hi, Nish, how are you doing? And just give me this 
smile saying Ashika thank you like it just I was like I'm feeling great I'm okay but your messages just brought a smile to my face and that's that's who you are oh, I'm, I'm so glad that 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 helped I mean and that's that's all that's what it is to to be a woman is to to help lift and inspire because we don't have to go through this alone we we don't you know, and we need to, and that's like this, the topics that you bring on your podcast is amazing. It's like, it shows us that we're not alone. No. And I don't want other women to feel that way. I want them to know that we are here. We are here to help you listen in. This might just give you that tip and trick to like, do something for yourself. Right. Yeah. I know there are other women out there. There's so many other women out there that you affect in such a good way so thank you thank you for being here i just want you to just um i want you to tell us how others are able to reach you if they wanted your services or if they wanted to ask you any questions how would they get a hold of you well uh i'm on a few different platforms um i'm on instagram like you and i met yes (laughs) um so you know i'm at ashika lasani wellness on instagram i am on facebook under ashika lasani um i am on linkedin under the same name and uh i can you know you can also email me at hello ashika lasani.com And um, yeah, amazing groups, right? Yes, I do. I have a Facebook group. Thank you, Nishma. I was like, what else do I have? (laughs) Um, I have a a private Facebook group. Um, It's um, it's called uh, Redesigning um, Women, Women's Health. So I'm all about taking what you have and and bringing it to light. We don't need to erase everything. We just need to clean it up and bring that diamond outside um, of you. So it's called Redesigning Women. I also have a private group coaching that I do. Um, but once you get a hold of me on one of the platforms, um, then we can talk more about, about that. But definitely my private Facebook group is where it's at. Thank you. Thank you again for Thank being here. Thank you so much. Time. This was amazing. This was, <laughs> I was like, when you told me the topic, I was like, um, yes, waiting my whole life for this. I was waiting to meet you. <laughs> and um, like, it's like, it's amazing. It's I'm, I'm really, really, really happy to walk this journey with you because really you, you have brought so much into my life. And I love the fact that we, we can relate to each other. Um, here I'm talking to you about, you know, <laughs> postpartum depression, the topic, right? It goes right into my soul. And it's so important to bring this topic up for those so many others out there. So I will also put Ashika's information into my description for my podcast. If you're listening, if anyone wants to get a hold of her in the meantime, I'm so happy you all listened in and I hope you were able to find something that could help you today on this amazing talk. If you are listening, please make sure you do subscribe and please, please make sure you put a review in. This really, truly helps me do what I love to do. Until next time, we will talk soon. Thank you. Have an awesome day.